Good day, Chat Sapphire listeners. This is Byron here from Snakes for Africa. During wintertime, as you're probably aware, snakes are less active, so we, we see far fewer of them. They, they don't disappear entirely. They just go into, into hiding. They might pop out on warm days, bask in the sun, might eat something, then go back into hiding again. But wintertime is a quiet time for call-outs for us. We don't, we don't get called out that often. Occasionally, someone will discover a snake in a hiding place where it's, it's taken refuge for the cold days. But other than that, they're not running around on, on our fences and retaining walls and gardens like they do during summer. So anyway, it's always, always interesting when we do get a call out during winter. It's, it's, uh, it's unusual. It's nice. So last week, I got a call out for a snake that was found by a man. He found it underneath a tarpaulin in his garden, an old tarpaulin that he, he was tidying up. So he phoned me and went through there and had a look moved the top hole in and there's nothing there's nothing immediately visible there's nothing to see so we moved some rocks and some grass and stuff to see if we could find it and we, we did we found a night adder so there was this night adder and I, I caught the thing and the guy looks at me and says no that's that's not what he saw but i've heard this before quite often people say no the snake that we saw is much bigger than the one you've caught we often hear this because it's it's now not so scary and it's it's under control and they haven't got such a big fright so the snake often does look a lot smaller than they expected so anyway, to humor the guy, I said, well, let's, let's just look a little bit more. So I bagged the night adder, put it away, and shifted the, the top hole in a bit more. And lo and behold, out of this top hole and shoots a short-snouted grass snake, which is a, it's a venomous species, but not, not bad enough to hurt or kill anybody. They do bite, but their venom is, is very mild. So out shoots this short-snouted grass snake, which we catch, and it's quite, a, it's quite a big one, probably just over a meter long, but as thick as my thumb. And... Um, it's not particularly active. It does shoot out at a, at a bit of a speed, but we managed to catch it quite easily. And now the guy's looking a bit happier. He says, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's more sort of what he was expecting. But you can see he's still, he's, he's, not, he's, he's not convinced. He's not sure that this is what we, what we came there for. Anyway, so I pull the top hole in a little bit more. And there in this top hole in is a third snake. It's another night adder. So same as the one we caught first, but much, much, much bigger. Thicker, darker, bigger, longer, the whole thing. He says, ah, that's what he saw. So for the call out where he'd seen one snake, we landed up catching three. So two night adders and a short-snouted grass snake underneath one tarpaulin. Which brings me to a point here. Those snakes are hiding away. They certainly weren't posing any threat to anybody. They were just hiding away under the, under the shelter, looking for somewhere to get away from the cold where they relax for a few weeks and then when it warms up again they'll move off. The short-snouted grass snake is quite an active hunter so he would have popped out during the warm days going to chase some lizards and frogs and things and the night adders will also have done similar on warm evenings, warm days, they'll pop out and go and eat a frog and then go back into hiding. But just a, a point to be aware of, if your garden does have stuff like that, like tarpaulins, tires, garden refuse, um, sheets of corrugated asbestos, timber uh, lying around, that is a place where snakes are likely to hide, whether it's winter or summer. It's a place they're likely to, to look for shelter, look for refuge. A lot of people think they're looking for heat. They actually are not looking for heat as such. They're just looking for shelter and for food. And places like that that are less disturbed are places where snakes are likely to hide. So underneath your pool filter cover, um, anything that's abandoned or left for any length of time in the garden or out in the felt, that's where snakes are likely to be found. And another reason for that as well is their food is likely to go and hide there. When I say food, I mean things like lizards, frogs, um, certain snakes eat slugs and snails. Um, what else do they eat? There's rats and mice, um, other snakes. So any, anything that's hiding underneath somewhere that's nice and secure, uh, the snakes who are going in there to hide and also going in there to eat the food or the animals that are 
hiding underneath there as well. So just keep your garden and your, your surrounding areas clear of stuff like that. Um, you know, so that there's, there's less place for the snakes to hide. They're not going to just lie out in the open and be exposed. Then, on the weekend, I had another interesting call out. Um, the people phoned with a, a snake that was underneath a, a shrub next to their, their Lofenstein retaining wall. And they said they were pretty sure it was a, a mamba. It was quite big, quite thick, much thicker than a, than a thumb. Uh, and they weren't sure if it was grey or like an olivey green colour. So they were flitting back and forth between black mamba, spitting cobra. You know, they, they really weren't sure. Anyway, they then sent me a photo and I could see quite, quite clearly. Well, I wouldn't say clearly, but I could see that it was a, a wormslung. Now, wormslung are interesting. They, they come in a few different colours, which is age-related. So the young ones are different in color to the adults, and then also sex or gender related, where the males are different in color to the females. Uh, the babies are born sort of a grayish tan color with, with orange, black, and green markings around the head and a massive bright green eye, sometimes turquoise around the neck area as well. They're little skinny snakes. We're going to say little, they're born long. They're born about, about 40 centimeters long, but they're small. You know, the skinny little things with a big head, but they're small snakes. And then they start changing to the adult color at a length of round about a meter, maybe a little bit less, but round about a meter. The males generally, or here in KZN anyway, they turn green with black bands around the body. So that the black banding runs around the body, not along the body, and is continuous from head to tail. So if you find a snake that's got black markings only on the front half, that is one of the harmless green snakes, like a bush snake or a Natal green snake. But if it's got this banding right the way, and it's like a pinstripe, right the way around the, all around the body, right from the head to the tail, that's a, that's a wormslung, that's, that's normally a male. The females, on the other hand, are a bit more uh, bland in color. They, they're like an olive, olive green, olive brown color, sometimes a light tan color. And also in certain areas, the really big females can tend to be almost black. So it's a fairly hard snake to identify definitively. You know, most snakes you can say, right, that's what it is, that's what it looks like. Um, but these guys are quite varied. So there's, in our area, there's probably, I would say, the babies. The males are normally fairly standard green with the black. And the females can range from tan to almost a, almost a dark olive blackish color. So there's about five or six different colors of these Wormsung that you can find in the, in the greater Durban area. Um, Oh, quite an interesting snake. Now, they, they are interesting as well in that they're highly venomous. Their venom is extremely potent. It doesn't take very much to kill a human being. But fortunately, these snakes are very placid. They never, ever bite unless they're provoked. Um, the, the majority of people, in fact, as far as I'm aware, almost all the bites of, of, um, on people that have recorded uh, locally over the past sort of 30 or 40 years have almost all been on snake catchers or people handling the snakes. So if you leave the Boomsung alone, don't give him a reason to bite you. He's going to move off into the trees and, and be gone. And the name Boomsung as well, uh, is, it's an Afrikaans word that means tree snake. They, they do live in the trees. Not a, um, not a misnomer by any means. These snakes love trees. That's where they live. This one, however, that I was called to catch was on the ground. She was uh, sort of half hiding inside the retaining wall. And when I got hold of her quite easily, she didn't try and run away at all. She was a freezing cold day on Sunday. Um, I could see that she's full of eggs, not eggs that she's eaten, eggs that she was about to lay. Now, with, with egg layers, it's called gravid, not pregnant. So she's a pregnant snake waiting to lay her eggs, and she might have been uh, about to climb into, into the hole in the wall and, and go and lay her eggs there. And they take between, between three and four months to hatch. So they would have hatched around about the middle of summer, probably around December, these eggs would hatch, which is it's a great time for baby snakes to be around. There's lots of food around and they, they can run around and catch lizards and baby birds and other things that Wormslung eat. So that was quite interesting, a Wormslung on the floor, which is unusual, and on a freezing cold day, which is also unusual. 
So yeah, guys, just keep your keep your wits about you. Don't ever put your hands anywhere that you can't see. The snake was hiding behind a shrub, and the people did they did see it, obviously. But you know, it's a sort of thing where you're gardening and you're not paying attention. You stick your hands in to pull out a, a weed or something behind a shrub, and next minute you've grabbed hold of a snake, and the situation could go very badly, very very quickly. So just watch where you put your hands. Wear gardening gloves if possible. Uh, don't stick your hand into places that you can't see. And if you do come across a snake, just do what these people did. Give someone a shout to see if we can identify the snake at very least, which we, we could do, and then decide whether or not it's necessary to, to take it away. I mean, obviously, if it's a herald or a house snake or something harmless, you can then decide to just leave it there, which is fine. But if it's something venomous, probably better to have it relocated and put somewhere, somewhere safer away from your dogs and cats and kids and all that. Anyway, guys, you uh, be well, keep safe, um, look after yourselves. Spring is approaching and have a few cold snaps before spring. And around springtime is when the snakes and everything start waking up. So just keep your wits about you. Be alert, be careful, be safe. Um, don't harm anything that you don't need to harm. And keep uh, our numbers handy. My, my number again, or it's, it's Snakes for Africa. We're on Facebook as well under Snakes for Africa. And the phone number is 082-894-6783. We're available within reason, basically 24 hours a day, every day of the week. Cheers and keep well.